Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Glenn Hallstrom, old man Grognard, back on this Monday morning in June, a couple days before North Texas RPG Con. So I'll be gearing up for that. I'm hoping that it's going to be sunny for the next four days that we're going to be in Dallas. And it's been, it's a couple of cons, it's rained a little. It's just a little inconvenient if you want to go get something to eat or something. But mostly it doesn't affect the con because we're all inside the hotel anyway. So anyway, I hope you're all doing well. And I want to shout out to my buddy Chris Matthew, who posted something on Facebook, gave me the idea for the topic today, which is... Monster reactions and morale in fantasy games. Now, let's take monster reactions first. I know there's some DMs, and I've done this too, that get kind of lazy. And when I roll up an encounter, say a random encounter, or a planned encounter. Well, the planned encounter, I pretty much know how they're going to react. But say it's a random encounter with, oh, I don't know, an owlbear. And we just... You know, you surprise an owlbear and you fight. Why do you have to fight? you got to take the monster reaction into consideration as a DM. Because monsters don't always want to fight. There's a lot of... You've seen it in, in real life, too, like snakes and other things. It's like if you leave them alone, they leave you alone. And there's no reason things like owlbears have to be so aggressive. Now, if you're getting near their lair or they have young... That's another story. So you've got to take that into consideration. And also, it's very easy for the players to just avoid it if you give them the half a chance. That kind of thing, if you want to just back away or something like that, especially if you have like a ranger in the party who will say, oh, they're not going to attack you. You just got to be quiet and go away. That kind of thing. And you know what? As a DM, I would award experience for that. Avoiding a fight. Uh, say you take something more intelligent like uh, a squad of orcs or bugbears or something like that. Once again, you got to think about it. If there's a patrol out patrolling and you stumble upon them, they may avoid you. They may, or they may avoid the PCs, I should say. They may want not want to get into it for one reason or another. May, they may have a good reason to not fight you, and they won't. It's not like the minute you say, oh, orcs, attack, you know, that kind of thing. It's you gotta you gotta think about how these monsters and other creatures are thinking because unintelligent does not equal dumb most of the time. Now you gotta play smart characters smart. You gotta play smart monsters smart, of course. But how shall I? You've gotta play intelligent creatures intelligently. But when it comes to monsters and other animals that are not intelligent, it does not mean stupid all the time. I mean, there are exceptions. I mean, I've had, I've had or seen my share of people who have, like, dogs who are dumber than a post. But it's not lack of intelligence. When it goes down to a lower intelligence, it becomes instinct, which means there's something bred inside them that will have a fight or flight or some kind of self-preservation mode. So you've got to think about what an unintelligent creature is thinking too. 
the aforementioned bugbear. Like I said, if you try to attack them in their lair, or if they have young, or even worse, both, they're going to do something about it. Otherwise, they don't care. They're foraging. The creature's just, you know, out there doing its whatever business. If you want to kill it before sport, that's another thing. But I'm saying that's the way the DM has to play these creatures. You can't just mindlessly have everything attack the players. And you just got to think, either you have a chart or you think about that. You just, you know, you can logic it out. Come on, you're a DM. Logic it out. Morale. Now, morale goes for both sides here. If you're having, if you do have creatures and you're using morale, which I would recommend, because after a certain point in the fight, there are certain creatures, mostly intelligent creatures, will go, you know, I'm getting my butt kicked. I got to get out of here. And that goes for like whole squads or companies of, of things like aforementioned orcs or bugbears or things like that, hobgoblins, whatever. And that's another instance of playing the intelligence of your creatures. Morale on both sides is kind of important. Okay, let's talk about morale for the PCs for a moment. Now, morale comes down to the way the players play the characters. And I'm not talking about a role here because that's for the other side. That's for the DM side because he's got... It's also situational. I mean, if I was a DM and there was a a squad of 12 orcs and there was like two left after the fight, they're not always going to be fanatical. They'll probably want to save their skins and run. Now, here's the interesting thing. I'm going to talk about this for the PCs and the monsters. Nobody wants to run away from a fight. That's the... That's the players, that's what they're thinking. The reason being, and I've seen this happen, to me anyway, in my opinion, is the fact that nobody wants to get hurt. Now, that sounds kind of funny saying it that way, but what, because they've been you know, fighting up to this point, but nobody wants to turn tail and run because they get a free shot at you, basically. Monsters, you could probably do that, they'll do that, but as far as PCs go, nobody wants to get shot in the back when they're leaving. Now, some rules have compensations for that, like a defensive retreat or something like that. But mostly because the players are conditioned to like, okay, I break off combat and run. Okay, he gets a free shot at you. He, uh, um, whatever they call it, unprovoked attack. I can't remember what they call it in, in, the, in the D&D or whatever. But basically, it's, they get a free shot at you and nobody wants that. That's why they won't retreat. If they can defensively retreat, they will do it. And any other kind of tactic, like having a wizard throw up um, a force wall and then head to, do- head to dodge, things like that. That's why people don't do it. So you got to give the players a reason to retreat. Not reason to retreat, but I mean, kind of like graciously letting them go. Because we all know in old school games... A lot of, about half the time, discretion is the better part of valor. You know, it's okay to run away from a red dragon if you're like second level. But I just don't understand the mindset of some DMs who will put something up there that's way beyond their weight class and then not give them a chance to get out of there. That's not right, I'm thinking. I mean, there may be, there may come a time, there may come a time in one story where they can't. Okay, so be it. You know, they work it out. But I just don't understand if they have a chance to retreat, let them retreat. 
I played in the Labyrinth Lord game. My friend Matt ran one time, and we ran into not a squad, but a like a company of orcs in an encampment. And we looked at that, and we knew that if we go in there, all Conan without a jock strap type thing, we're going to get our asses handed to us. We are. We're going to get our butts handed to us. So we quietly retreated. He actually gave us some experience for that. Never be afraid to give experience to players who do the smart thing or the appropriate thing because you can't provoke them into fighting all the time. And no-win situations are no fun. They aren't on on either side of the screen. You don't do a no-win situation. And once again, I say there are exceptions. There are, you know, Kobayashi Marus out there <laughs> where it's a no-win situation. But those should be very, very rare. Always give your players an out. And don't penalize them for it. Now, sometimes I think that rule of they get a shot at you when you leave was put in there by some... I don't know why. I don't know if Gary put it in there or what. But it was... It seemed like it was trying to fill a hole for something the players were doing. Maybe they had, there was a party who just constantly avoided trouble, which is not a good thing. But now DMs tend to like use it as a crutch. So think about the monsters. Play them as their intelligence. And as far as fights go, even with the monsters, if they're going to run away... I know why they do it on the monster end, because my logic... For when I was when I'm playing in parties, my logic is: say you're in a dungeon, you're fighting five orcs. Four of them get killed. One starts running. Yeah, I'm going to put an arrow in his back or something, or run up and, and gun him because I don't want him to go in, back into the dungeon and tell everybody we're there. That's that's one of the main reasons why PCs do that. Either they capture him or they kill him. They don't want their presence known for whatever reason, usually because they don't want everybody else start, you know, ganging up on them. But yeah, that's what it, that's the that's the logical reason. And that's a right reason, but it doesn't always have to happen. I mean, they you can have somebody get away if you want to. You're the DM, you know. So, just keep those things in mind when you're running encounters or confrontations and things like that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that, and we will be back with more tomorrow. It's going to get a little fuzzy once I get into like going to the convention, because I don't know if I'm bringing my computer or anything, so I don't know if I'm going to be doing these until I get back. So I will keep you posted, but I will keep doing this every day up until then. We're leaving like the early, early Thursday morning, saying this is Monday, so we got a couple more of these. Anyway... I hope you have a good day, keep the dice warm, and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Bye-bye.